Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105 Through the Fan. And joining us today is my good buddy, the Reverend Donald Parrish. And Donald, he is, of course, the founder of A Steady Hand. BeASteadyHand.org is an organization that takes care of kids in a, in a way of mentorship. Don, how you been, buddy? Man, I'm doing really good, Chris, and thank you so much for sharing your platform, not just with me, but with others who are trying to make a difference in the lives of people. I uh, really do appreciate that, man. Oh, let me tell you something. I, I really enjoy doing this show, and I really get a, a thrill out of uh, the different organizations that have the opportunity to share their messages and let people know that there are people out there who actually help each other. It's not just, oh, this is mine and that's yours and you stay over here and I stay over there. There's a lot of people who do so many things together and especially for um, individuals or organizations or just groups of people who need. All they need is an opportunity, and once they have that opportunity, they're off to the races and they're no longer a burden to not only their family but to society. Correct. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And so, again, thank you so much, for, man, for shining this light on, on us. And I look forward to, uh, you know, telling you about some great stuff. Well, this week is actually a special anniversary for you. I think there was a um, I think there was a, a, a father's a father's lunch or dinner or breakfast for for the middle school about six years ago. And that kind of prompted some things. Can you go over that story? Because this week is a six year anniversary of, of you. One of the, one of the things that changed your life. Man. And, and you're right, Chris. Dade. It's, it's, you know, God is amazing uh, because today at the time of this recording uh, is our actual uh, six years since the breakfast with dad's event actually happened. That caused us to go on a national stage a national platform. And what I have to remind people about, many people think that the event actually happened in January 14th because for whatever reason, that's when it went viral. It was mm-hmm. 30 days after the event, but the actual event took place uh, December 14th. And so um, the only media that we had at the time was my cell phone on Facebook Live because I couldn't get any of the local media to believe me uh, what, was ha- what was actually happening. And so any footage you've ever seen from that event all came from my uh, from my iPhone and um, just me just saying, Hey, you know what? I need, I just need to, somebody else needs to see this. I just need to record this. And so, and then boom, it just took off from there. So tell everybody yeah, what actually, the event was, because again, it was so significant that CNN picked it up. Yeah. CNN, Fox and friends, MSNBC, like everybody's it, it crazy. Um, uh, so then we called the event breakfast with dads. Um, and we needed some men to, who were, uh, unattached, uh, to our school to be willing to come and to be standing fathers for the kids whose dads couldn't make it. Uh, because uh, typically events like this, you know, with low attendance, because if a father's around, either he's working mm-hmm. or it's just kind of hard to get him to come on campus, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, we put the call out over a thousand men contacted me, Chris. We yeah. got, we were able to get 600 through the background check. Wow. And so if you go to my um, personal Facebook page and then also, of course, on, on all of our, um, uh, at uh, A Steady Hand on Facebook, we'll make sure it's up and prominent there as well. Uh, you'll see it. You'll see the actual raw footage. Um, and so you can watch however long you want to watch. I think I went, I went live as long as my cell phone battery didn't die. <laughs> yeah. It was about five or six minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we, um, yeah, it's just it was just amazing to be a part of you know to be a part not not just to be a part of but to lead something like that. It yeah, was to just, create it. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah, I it, mean, yeah, it, it's it, it, you know, Chris, it's, it's so much work left to be done that, that I don't think I ever you know take a time to step back and to just really soak in exactly what happened. But I'm talking to a three time 
a radio hall of famer. So you, you kind of get that because you're still working. You're still in it. Yeah. You know, there's still, there's still goals to reach. There's still things that you have to get accomplished. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that my mind is just on to the next, but it's kind of like, man, that, that was great. That was a wonderful thing. I think I'm going to try to enjoy it today. I think I'm going to try to, you know, give myself at least 30 minutes to an hour to sit down and just to allow myself to feel the feelings and, you know, and all of that kind of good stuff. And then, um, and then kind of get back to work. I love what you're doing because again, the, the notion that we can do this, you've, you're living it. And the fact yes, that sir. people can come together, like you said, uh, taking care and interacting with young people, uh, addressing their economic, mental, and social needs, mentoring, exposing, caring, collaborating, doing all the things, even at, at bringing sports into their lives if they oh, wanted absolutely. that opportunity, and eSports as well. I mean, you yes, guys sir. have actually have an extended reach. These are the holidays. Is there anything going on right now that you want to bring up, and then we can share some of the, the past glories? Great, great, and and then I had some, had had an announcement that I was kind of saving for you. So if you uh, so we can definitely get into that as well. So uh, right now we are in our fifth annual toy drive, and Chris, I'm really excited about this. This is totally community led. We have a um, hundred kids that we've identified in low income situations that uh, without us would not have a Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and. That number um, is actually up to 105 because I was just contacted and we have we added five more kids. And so we are we have a toy drive. Uh, again, you can find us on social media. Any in all the ways that you can get that you can give us out is there. But the easiest way is either Zelle or Facebook, Instagram, PayPal, etc. Um, again, you can find our information and, and we'll make it prominent so you can see it, make, make it easy to find. Our website is basteadyhand.org. Our um, name is A Steady Hand. You go to Facebook, type in A Steady Hand, it'll pop up uh, and you'll see ways to give. But so if people want to donate a toy or donate five, 10, 50, $100 towards the purchase of these toys, um, anything that we can do um, uh, to help makes a big difference. And and Chris, let me, just give me 30 seconds to say this. Take your time. The reason why that is important uh, is because of this. When a child does not feel the same love that he or she feels that their neighbors, you know, that their neighbors feel. Right. They grow up with an artificial chip on their shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. They grow mm-hmm. up um, thinking that, man, you know what? Nobody cares about me. And I'm not good enough. A, correct. And that's a dangerous thing for a child to grow up thinking because then kids already do random things that don't make sense. But if you layer that with nobody cares about me anyway, my life is not going to you know, result in anything anyway, mm-hmm. then there's no motivation for them to go to school, which is already difficult. They're already getting laughed at because they don't have the latest shoes. Mm-hmm. They're already getting talked about because their uniform may be a little dirty because maybe their mom couldn't afford to go to the washeteria. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to fight against issues like that. And then you layer that to on the day where every cartoon they see, the opening presents, every commercial they see someone's opening presence right. and then they don't get anything, then that's when you have the problems and the systemic problems. And that, that, that hurt child grows up to be a hurt adult, male or female. And the cycle just is just replicated. And then mm-hmm. they just begin to take all kinds of, that's, that's why the drug addiction is so high. And that's why the suicide rate amongst every race of sure. young person is through the roof right now. Yep. That's, and it's that's because, mental wellness. And, and, correct. And, and so, Believe it or not, you stopping and buying a stuffed animal or, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm a, I'll send five off. I'll spend $25 this organization that's buying toys for kids. That's why that helps. And that's why we do it. We don't do it just to be ornamental. We don't do it just to do it for likes and, you know, points and clicks. We, we don't even we never even show the kids who we give the presents to because it's not about that. Right. I really try to position the parents to to get the toys so that the kid will think that the toy came from the parent. Sure. I don't even want the kid to know the toy came from us. Right. You want them it's not to bond. About that. You want them to bond. Correct. Absolutely. It's not. A, it's not about that. And so so we work with boys and girls, uh, kindergarten all the way up through uh, college. Um, our toy drive is focused on the elementary kids. Um, and so yeah, boys and girls and 
And if you want to participate in that, that's great. Uh, now, Chris, we have a lot of stuff going on, so I'll let you kind of steer the conversation. I don't want to go off on too many tangents, but no, I we want have you a to lot because on, I, I'm just so proud of the, of the work you've been doing. So just let it organically go where you take where you take. Okay, it. okay. Well, I tell you what, let's let's start let's start locally here first. So okay. we we are about to uh, embark on our fifth season of bowling, Chris. So we, you mentioned sports, right? And we started with the non-traditional sports, and we're making our way to soccer. We're making our way to flag and tackle football. We're making our way to AAU basketball, but we started with, um, we started with bowling first. Bowling was our actually our first sport, and really, and so yeah, and so now we're on our fifth season, man. We actually have check this out, Chris. I want you to remember I said this to you in 2023 because in three years I got two girls that are going to get bowling scholarships. Get out of here! Once, once they become seniors, they've been bo- they've been bowling with us since they went middle school, and they got their own balls now. They're learning techniques. We we got we got them some, we got them coaching, and man, these two young sisters they're gonna get all the nil money in bowling. I'm wow. telling you something. They got the swag. They got everything down pat, man. And so now we're just perfecting the craft, and so really excited that we're about to start uh, our, our new season of bowling and uh, started in February. So this, you see that you said that uh, it reminds me of that commercial where Serena Williams is in there yeah. bowling against some of the, the men, the, some of the, yeah. other, the male yeah. superstars in their sports and she's yeah. out there bowling and showing them up. The girl's getting let, it done. Let me tell you something, let me tell you something man. Re- I'll be honest with you. There, there really should not be a male, a male division and a female division in bowling because bowling is just bowling. Yeah. Like, period. It, it really it's is all technique. It's mm-hmm. bowling. Men, we use heavier balls, but that doesn't. We, but we're not guaranteed right. to get better pin action. You know, it's, exactly. it's just technique is technique. So anyway, we got we got bowling. Well, before I'm you really go, excited. before you go, go from the bowling, where do they get to bowl? Oh man, so so we right now we're bowling uh, at the um, at the AMF in Desoto, mm-hmm. but we have um, uh, we have a, a verbal agreement with 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 USBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, we, I, I contact them and we kind of, we kind of go where they, where they, where they want us to go because we want to line our kids up to be able to compete in some of the national tournaments. The bowling hall of fame is here in DFW. Now. Yes. In grand Prairie, so, I believe. Or is it? Yeah. And it's, it's Arlington actually. It's right Arlington. across the stadium. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, and so, um, and so that creates a lot of opportunity, uh, because all the national headquarters is here. And so. There are a lot of tournaments and things like that, that as our young people get more serious about the sport of bowling, you know, I'm not talking about just going to have a good time. No, they are really actually bowling. They can compete, Chris, for scholarship money. Yeah. That that is on top of whatever academic scholarship mm-hmm. money that they get. So and every tournament they win, they are banking this money in their own personal bank account uh, for scholarship. And so. So we're really excited about um, about bowling. Um, and if you want more information about that, again, just contact us. Just hit our contact button on any of our social media sites. Send us a message. And and again, this is for all ages. The younger they start bowling, the better because we can we can hone in and we can craft it. We bowl on Sundays. Um, Sundays like around three o'clock, mm-hmm. and you know, bowl for a couple of hours. And and the most beautiful thing, Chris. These kids are being mentored and have no idea that they're being mentored. Matter of fact, don't tell them they're being mentored. Oh, I if love you it. Ask them, I love if it. you ask them, they'll be like, no, I don't have a mentor. No, I'm not being mentored. But on every bowling team is an adult on every bowling team mm-hmm. that is committed to being there for the duration of that season. And they are pouring into the life of that kid. That's and right. So we try our best Dropping knowledge. To match, yeah. So we try our best to, to match women with women and and the men with the men but i love bowling it's a public place the parents are welcome to come and watch if they want to like mm-hmm. it's, it's open like anybody sure. can come and you know we don't we don't do anything in secret so really excited about that man i never thought bowling would be the thing that that led us um in in sports but it is and so so yeah so we we got we got bowling getting started man so you know what's so great about step, it you know what's so great it. about it is the fact that you know again it's about the opportunity to bond to share information and allow the kids to speak, and you find out what's going on in their lives, what's going on in their minds. It allows them to mentally feel about, good about themselves, but also it encourages them that, you know what, I have an opportunity. I can be somebody in this society. I can accomplish goals. And a lot of times people just don't have those opportunities, and you have just created another unique way because no one would have thought, okay, we can mentor some kids over bowling. And and Chris, the beautiful thing about it is, um, one of the young ladies, um, 
and she'll kill me if she ever hears this interview. She will kill me because <laughs> she's like, you always tell the story. But it's the truth. Her mom brought her because her friend was bowling with us. And so, Chris, she threw six gutter balls in a row. She had never bowled. She was embarrassed because she felt like all the kids were just looking at her. And they weren't judging her because they all knew themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But she felt judged. She felt all that. And I begged her. I said, you know what? Don't quit. Come back next week. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just give it time. Mm-hmm. We got you, man. Chris, and I'm not, this sounds like a movie, and I'm not I'm not making this up. That very, in, in, a, in a span of about um, three weeks, she went from nothing but gutter balls, could, couldn't get the ball down the lane, to she had one game where she had one strike. Then she had two strikes. Last season, she just had a game where she had seven strikes, and then six of them were in a row. Wow. And she's a freshman. Wow. And so I'm and, and so I'm saying we saw that growth just over two seasons of bowling. And has she has she bowled a three hundred yet? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's her goal. Not, not, and, That's and, the I, goal. and she's one of the ones that I'm because right now the NCAA they give scholarships, more scholarships for for women who bowl than what they do for men. Mm-hmm. And so, Tied and so I'm telling her and a couple of the other young ladies, listen. This is another way that you can help take That's care of your right. future. Even if you don't turn to professional bowler exactly. and all that. It's just a way it's an opportunity. to occupy your time. That's right. Yeah, and, an right to, and expand your education. It's, it, gives, it gets you in the door where you can actually study some classes that you also might take care of your life with. And bowling was Correct. your opportunity. It's no different bowling. than, you know, guys even currently. And back in the day, man, I started playing football or playing basketball, but I knew I couldn't play it as a pro. But guess what? I got that education to go along with it. Or I, I got right. a chance to go to a, a prominent school, and I was able to parlay that into a very good job, not just a job but a career. That's right. That's right. And so, you know, Chris, and the last time I was with you, we we talked about e-gaming. That's and right. And so we – we completed our first um, summer of uh, having an e-gaming camp. We're doing that again this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited about that in, in, in collaboration with, with with Dallas College. And so that was great. And, Chris, right after right after I talked to you, right after we started with the, in the camp, we were able to uh, enter into an agreement with the PGA of America. You and are kidding. No. So now we, so we, we had you know, young people golfing this summer here in Dallas right. and this fall. Well, they moved their headquarters to Frisco, so they're now here Absolutely. in the Dallas-Fort so in you, North you, Texas. You, you see, you, you're picking up on a similar theme. So here's my thing. I'm a hard person to say no to. Mm-hmm. I just got to get in the room with you. Mm-hmm. So if I can get in the room with you, <laughs> then you're going you're gonna to give me something for my kids. And so, um, so yeah, we got a, we have an elementary school, man, that uh, we, we got commitments from the parents and, and the kids. We got, a, uh, we got about, about 20 kids who are, who are, who are golfing consistently. Uh, and and they're learning golf. And once they show me that they're serious, then we're going to do the same uh, logic. We're going to apply. Okay, you're serious about this. This is not just something to do. And you're consistently coming. And so we're very excited about that partnership with the PGA of America, which has led to uh, the big announcement um, that, that I wanted to share on, on your show. Go right um, ahead. And and that is um, we have we're we're operating fully in Dallas, and we are expanding to Los Angeles. Look we out. have so yeah because of the things that were done here in Dallas, uh, it's allowed us to expand to Los Angeles. We have a college tour taking kids from Inglewood, Compton, inner city LA, South Central to USC. They're going to meet uh, Dr. Shabazz, who is the one of the daughters of, of Malcolm X, who's being honored mm-hmm. that day. They're going to get a chance to interact with her. Going to interact with the rapper Common, mm-hmm. autograph signed books. They're going to get a chance to meet the Academy Award winning actor Common. Absolutely, 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 man. And, and so they're going to get a chance to interact with him. And we're golfing at two golf courses out there um, uh, in LA, man. So God is good. Uh, we're, we're working. Uh, we're expanding. Um, and we we will never slow down what we're doing here in Dallas. Matter of fact, Dallas will always have more. Dallas will always sure. be home base. It will have more because this is where all this is where the majority of my board members are. This is where I live. This is where all of my help is. But what we know is, Chris, this issue, this problem that we're trying to attack is everywhere. Right. It's everywhere. And, and, you, and you've got as a opportunity formula. presents itself. Yeah, you've Correct. got a formula now that you said we can also transfer this formula to different communities. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can find the Donalds in each community, right? Mm-hmm. And say, hey, here, here, here's a vehicle. Now you take it and you run with it. You know what your community needs. You know what keeps you up at night when you say, man, if I had all the time and the money in the world, I would do this. Well, I don't have all the money. But we have a little bit of time. Let's get it done. You know, let's let's move. Let's quit talking about 
you know, making a change, making a difference. Let's be about the change. Let's be about the difference. And so we're always looking for partners. That's why collaboration is a part of our yep. part of my five finger approach. We're always looking for collaborative partners. Uh, and so now I can honestly say that we are a national mentoring organization working with boys and girls um, in two of the most major markets in, in not just in the United States, but in the world. That's when you look exactly at how right. DFW is growing and and look, even with all the people leaving L.A., it's still the second largest market in, in our country. Mm-hmm. And so and so, yeah, so we're just we're, we're humbled that people trust us uh, with this opportunity. Um, we do need we need donors. We need sponsors. We need mentors. We need your prayers, you know, but mm-hmm. but we're going to try our best to kind of trying to solve some of these problems. So, again, Chris, thank you so much for giving us this platform and giving us, a, you know, giving me the opportunity to express uh, to the public exactly what it is we're doing and ways that they can get involved. And I'll just well, just one more time. Our website is beasteadyhand.org, all spelled out. The name of the organization is A Steady Hand. You can find us on social media. Drop us a message. Either I'll see it, my admin will see it. And we will respond very quickly. Um, and even if you just have more questions and you just want to know more about what we do, uh, we we are an open book. And we are five one c three. We're good with the government. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't. I don't that's play right. those games. That's you know, right. We 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 we. we well, that's how right you're way. able to get the collaborations and the partnerships because they don't partner with people who have a great idea, but they don't have every all the t's crossed and the i's dotted. Correct. Absolutely. Can Absolutely. you can you and mention so, you mentioned the five finger approach that you thought of? What is the yes, five sir. finger approach? You can take your time. Okay, great. So the uh, if you look at our look at our logo, uh, it's a, a it's a it's a black hand with white writing on it. Mm-hmm. And and the funny thing about the logo is that the steady hand. That's a steady hand, correct? <laughs> that's actually Chris. That's actually my left hand. Look out! That's, that's my and so yeah. So when we take a picture. I always have my young people just put up that I'm left-handed. So it's a little shout out to all the left-handers out there. You think with that side um, of the brain too, huh? The yeah, creative side. Absolutely. My wife is left-handed and, and my middle daughter oh, is up. left-handed. You yeah. Oh, okay. Up. There we go. <laughs> That's what she says all the time. I already know the story about left-handed people. And by the way, I can be ambidextrous sometimes when I need. I shoot left-handed playing basketball and I bat left-handed when I play baseball. I'm just saying wow, I ain't got nothing see? against left-handed people because y'all are very creative. And I I well, go so, there when so, I need so to. So you dabble in greatness every now and then. There's every now and then. There's nothing wrong with that, man. nothing wrong with that. Okay, so you got your left-handed yeah. hand on, on the logo. And so I, I wanted to redesign them. I, I had the t- traditional-looking logo. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, you know, we were all sitting around, you know, and I was just inspired to do something different. So I just got my iPad out, and I traced my hand. And I didn't take off my ring. I just, I just wasn't thinking. And I sent it to a young man um, who, before a steady hand was a steady hand, he was just in my youth ministry. But he's, he's a, he's an artist. He's a graphic designer. And I said, man, can you take this and do something with it? And he took it and and just made just the dopest logo. Yeah. Uh, you know. And and so you'll see, we we have one for Los Angeles. We have one. It's a steady hand, and then under it has Dallas with like the triple D, mm-hmm. and then we have, and then we have a steady hand Los Angeles with you know, and it's written in the culture of, of Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. so uh, he did a, he did an amazing job on it. But if you look at the ring finger on that, you see little bulge at the bottom. It's because I forgot to take off my <laughs> ring, it's, and we just never corrected it. I was like, man, we just leave it in there, just be our own inside <laughs> joke. But but on the thumb is mentoring. Okay, Th- that was who. That's what I thought. When I created a steady hand, that's all I thought I would be doing. I thought I only be would be mentoring high school boys, mm-hmm. and that's it. Well, the need uh, just was greater than what my particular vision was at that point, and so God got me straight. And so now that's when we do boys and girls uh, in jail, out of jail, in schools, in community, in churches, wherever we we're willing to go wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, the the next um, the next finger is exposure. Okay. You, you you can't you can't do anything unless you see it. That's right. Unless you're exposed to That's it. That's exactly right. That's why we've been doing college tours since 2000. Mm-hmm. And I tell people this all the time when people ask, "Hey, I want to do a nonprofit like you." Well, listen, this does not happen overnight. A steady hand existed in my mind and in and actuality 18 years before I formed an organization. Our first college tour was in February of 2000. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And so so and, you, um, and, so and I, I know where you're going with this because the exposure and in, in, in plain English is they got to see it to believe it. If they don't see it, Chris, it, 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 it's, it's almost like it does not happen. Yeah, Especially it's like it's this on generation. TV. Yeah, it's just like on TV. It's like, yeah, that's a pipe dream. It, 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 don't, it applied to a lot of people. It'll never happen to me. Correct. 
and 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 this generation and i think it's because but if you think about how how, how they were raised man they're mm-hmm. raised seeing everything in this information age right right everything is a point and click away right everything mm-hmm. and so they have to see it so yeah, yeah so they have to so, see yeah. it and kind of live it and again when you said those tours like you were taking them to different colleges you mentioned baylor before you mentioned oklahoma Correct. you're down to austin you you've actually Correct. like i said show kids that guess what you too can make it to college and here's what a college looks like Correct. And and I read a stat one day, changed, it blew my mind. If a middle schooler just walks, just physically walks on a college campus, they are he or she is sixty seven percent more likely to attend college. I can believe that. I really can believe just that. Walk, just walk, yeah. just walk on the campus. Uh-huh. Not, not, not it, becomes, it becomes a goal. Correct. But it is it becomes attainable. Mm-hmm. It becomes it's it's not it's not something that is beyond my reach. Well, one of the things that 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 hurt my heart the most when I was um, just doing my research in LA and I've been back and forth to LA since 2019, just plotting and planning and praying about when the right time was. Mm-hmm. I, I quickly realized Chris, just like here, it's just like the kids in South Dallas and SMU. They don't view themselves as part of SMU. Although they're seven minutes away from SMU. Right. Same city, literally same city. They don't view themselves as being SMU worthy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing with USC and inner city there in, 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 in LA. And so we're, we're trying to fix that. So, so that's exposure. The, the, the next finger is sports. Mm-hmm. We know that sports teach teaches lessons that you can't learn anywhere else. You talk to any CEO, they can tell you when they look at their staff, they can almost identify to a T a person that has played sports in their formative years and somebody who didn't. You want to know why? If you play sports, you can take tough coaching. You know how to be goal oriented. And you know how to deal with your teammates. Right. You know where you are right. in the pecking order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You understand that sports teaches that. And we and so we don't want to just have the high achieving kid. It, hey, it'd be great to have the next Luca, the next dirt, right? It'd be great. It'd be great that we can discover that, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what we're after. We're trying to get that kid who who does not think he or she is good enough to do anything. Um, and get them just involved in something to where they can begin to learn these skills and these principles. Even in bowling, we have teams. Even in golf, you have teams. And now we're getting into the team sports and I'm I'm willing to bet next time we talk, we would have already had um, a season of our of our team sports, and so because we're hard at work, sure, uh, getting all that stuff together. Can I can I ask uh, you this real ne- quick? Can can yeah, you talk yeah. about what people learn or the kids learn with the esports because that's in their wheelhouse anyway? Because there's oh, so yeah, many kids absolutely. that are online and they're a part of esports teams. Can you talk about the either the common or the differences in how they learn? to share or teamwork, pecking order, taking coaching, esports versus regular sports. Great. So so what we did, uh, you see a lot of esports doing like Smash Brothers, you see a lot of esports doing the shooting games, mm-hmm. Fortnite, etc. Right. I what I do, I use the sports games because I'm teaching my background is in sports management. Mm-hmm. That's what my degree was in from the University of Texas, future football I don't uh, hear champions. That. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I know you love that. No, I that's know okay. you love that. College so, football so playoff, y'all made it. <laughs> I'm gonna give you your props. <laughs> so but so we use so I'm I'm teaching sports management principles using the games that they play, using Madden, using NBA 2K, those mm-hmm. two games in particular. And we're 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 breaking down for them what and helping them think, hey, it's cool to be the player, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's cool, but what was it like to be the? What's like to be a general manager? There you go. Was it? Was it like to be the owner? Right. Was it like to be the PR person? Mm-hmm. And so we have, we have gamified each of those, um, each of those uh, areas. Well, yeah. And so, and so we actually have. So, so Chris Barrett, I just want you to imagine this: we are, are having kids be the owner and having to hire their peers to be their general manager. To be their coach. The coach is the one that actually plays the game. Mm -hmm. The general manager, all the general manager duties, right? Right. And the PR person, the person that's going to actually be doing interviews and Mm -hmm. maintaining social media pages about their team and all that. And Mm -hmm. we want to be able to encapsulate all of that and present it to a school to help these young people get a scholarship. Because this will help them. This will give them a leg up, especially with how we do it. This will give them a leg up for any scholarship of committee any scholarship committee because we'll have document they'll be able to document what they've done and that's why i tell our parents even if they're not gamers but they want to get into like they want to be the next person on them we got a we got a lane for that right or they want or like you said they want to get in the in some kind of team sports be in the organization 
There's more to you, there's opportunities other than being the athlete in an organization of sports. Right. You, like you said, the PR, you could be a, a general manager, you could be in the analytics department. Is there's more to it than just being athletically savvy? Absolutely, absolutely. And so again, we we just believe in exposing our young people, putting a buffet of opportunities in front of them, and once they pick what they want to do, then it's my job to surround them with all the tools necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go chase that. And then, hey, I chased it. This ain't what I want to do. No problem. What else do you want to try? Well, let's go chase that. Right. And so, and so that's the, you know, that, that you know, that's the thing. And so uh, that's our the next third finger. finger. Yeah, the next finger. And the third finger is cares. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what actually, happened, it's the fourth finger. Yeah, fourth finger. Yeah, yeah, count mm-hmm. the thumb. Yeah, we don't, don't always count the thumb as a finger for whatever reason. Oh, we zipping along, man. We zipping along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cares is um, I, I, during the pandemic we were having to meet direct need, and this actually started before the pandemic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But there's not a social and emotional need out there. Our young people need to be listened to. They need to be heard. They need to be heard. Yes. And some actually need beds. They need clothing. They need, mm-hmm. you know, they there's a lot of things that they need. So cares is us and the immediate needs that we try to meet. And then also referring them. We're not a mental health organization. Now we don't turn away a kid who has mental health issues, but but we don't. We're not a. We can't solve that problem. Right. So what we do is we try to get them lined up to get the hair, you get go. The care and concern. That you they guide need them to where they need to go. Yeah. You put you Absolutely. put them in front of some professionals. Absolutely. Which leads us to our last finger, the pinky finger, which is collaboration. Mm-hmm. We we don't have a Walmart mentality. We, I don't. I don't. We're we're not Nebraska furniture mart. You okay. know, we're not trying to do everything. Right. We know what we can do well, but we want to collaborate with other people who care about the community just as much as we do so that um this so that this child and ultimately chris the whole family will have all of the the buzzword is wraparound services right mm-hmm. well they have all of the all of their needs can be met because of a network of people and organizations working together instead of one organization trying to be the end all be all so so yeah man that's 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 what our hand is. That that's that's what it means. Those are guiding principles. So it's it's our logo and it's our and it's and it's my guiding principle. So I love what you're doing. Again, I'm glad we're able to give you an opportunity on this particular platform to share what you're doing because there's so many people who want to help or they want to collaborate or they want to partner with you. And again, the growth is phenomenal, and that's because what you're doing is the right thing to do. This is the holidays you mentioned before uh, about the toys. Are there any other quote unquote financial gifts, gift cards, uh, laptops, anything else that uh, people want to donate at this time of the year? Fundraising, videography, graphic design work, anything else that you might need that could help the organization out this time of the year, the end of the year for some of their benefits and tax purposes. I'm bringing it all up. Yeah. And and the answer to all of that is, yes, we have a need for all of that. Mm-hmm. And whatever. Here's what I tell people, whatever it is that you do, whatever. I, for, for example, I just had I, I just had a um, um, a good friend of mine actually use some of his points from trap because he travels to work. Right. right. Use some, some of his points to uh, to pay for my travel back and forth. Right. And so we were able to give him a tax write off of that. There like, you something, go. something that simple. Yeah. You know? And so. What whatever people are wanting to give, whatever's in their house to be able to give, uh, we want to give them uh, that opportunity. So yes, we can definitely use any type of um, any type of computer equipment. Uh, of course, we have our gaming camp. We're expanding our gaming camp. Uh, um, so this year, so we have more kids that so will need more TVs, mm-hmm. more Playstations, more Xboxes, more controllers, uh, more gift cards, right. uh, etc. And, and we're active and involved on several campuses here in Dallas. We have some more college tours coming up for our kids here in Dallas as well. Uh, and so, yeah. And then, last but not least, 
my very first board member is no longer with us. He's my age. He died from complications of sarcoidosis mm-hmm. after contracting it uh, because of being in the military. He was, I'm sorry he was a captain that, in yeah. the Marines. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it, he was near Burnside. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So so we have a scholarship named after him. It's called the Antonio Edwards Memorial Scholarship Fund. And we are last in the previous years, we given a one time gift of five hundred dollars. This year, we have the audacious goal of doing a renewable scholarship that will be renewable for uh, a certain number of semesters. We want to be able to bless a young person with a thousand dollars each semester. That would be um, great. And so. Yeah, and so we're we're actively we're beginning to start fundraising for that. So um so yeah, we're we're a typical nonprofit. We're always begging for money, but <laughs> just it, your money will go exactly where you want it to go. Just specify on the, when when you give the gift in the memo section or just drop a note with it, "Hey, I gave this money. I would like for it to go to scholarship." And we would definitely make sure that every dollar that you give and you commit will go exactly where it is that you want to need. You may just want to give to steady hand in general. You're like, "Hey, I just like all of it." And 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 that's why I've been asking people Hey, just just sign up to donate ten dollars a month. Just have it come out, come off your card, ten dollars right. a month. Don't even think about it. Right. You know, it's like Netflix. And if enough people give ten dollars, then then we can change the world. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we love the big donations. Don't get me wrong. We love the big donations, and I know you know a lot of big people with a lot of big donations. So we love those. But uh, what's really going to change the world is the small, those small, consistent donations, yeah, because then up. we can build build a nest egg that we need to build and do consistent work. So, uh, Chris, I'm just I'm just again I'm. Today is the anniversary, and I'm, I'm in my feelings a little bit. Sorry if I was rambling a little bit, brother. But no, I just, um, you know, this 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 is a beautiful thing, man. This is a beautiful thing, and and all honesty, it's been 23 years in the making, uh, but six years as an official organization, and so so yeah, we we we're excited. Well, we're very proud and grateful for the things that you do. You can be reached at Donald at beasteadyhand.org. Uh, the website is beasteadyhand.org, but the name of the organization yes, is. A steady hand. A steady hand. Yes, sir. That's right. And the hand has been steady for so long. And again, it helps guide and mentor kids who need those those outreach programs. Donald, again, thanks you so much for joining us. He is the great Reverend Donald Parrish. Appreciate your time again and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Hook of horns, Chris. Stop it. And joining us right now is Miss Cheryl Halpern. She's with Buddy Up Tennis. How you doing, Cheryl? I'm doing great. Thanks, Chris. Oh, I'm telling you, I was so glad to see you a couple of weeks ago. This was uh, a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday afternoon at Globe Life Field, the home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers, where Jared Sandler, our our buddy Jared Sandler, was having his annual Swinging for a Cause event for Sandlot Charities. And Sandlot Charities partners with so many different groups for children. And I was like, you said, hey, Chris, how you doing? And I was like, hey. And it was like, Cheryl, there you are. Can you talk about that day? Because it was, it was just an amazing event. Sure. It was so fun to be down on the field. I think, you know, while many of us have been at the stadium as fans, mm-hmm. to be down on the field and look up, <laughs> look all around, is kind of overwhelming. Um, did, you get a chance t- to, did you get a chance to see that World Series trophy over there? Oh, I had my picture with it, of course, of course. And, uh, you know, we were down there like many of the other wonderful um, organizations supported by Sandlot. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was super cool that they had various stations set up for the guests to um, engage in, in a lot of different activities. And we were assigned to the pickleball court, which is a joy because oh, yeah. that's you know, a cousin to tennis. It and, sure is. Um, oh, real quick, before you do that, let me let me uh, kind of paint the picture for all yeah. the listeners of what the field looked like. Okay, the way they had it set up, I thought it was so cool. And it was the first time they did it out there. They have been doing it at Top Golf for years, and Top Golf did a great job, but they had an opportunity. And who knew that the World Series would be won by the Rangers the same year, <laughs> that which really made everybody want to go. But they said, okay, let's have it out on the field. And the Rangers will allow them to set up all the tables like you would have a gala or something in the infield part. And then in the outfield, they had, like you said, all these different stations. They had like a wiffle ball area. They had like a pickleball area. They had bounce houses. They had the trophy set up where you could take pictures. They had all kinds of different things, and they had all a lot of the different activities on the big screen. So everybody got a chance to look up there on the big screen and also watch some of the videos of the different groups and the different opportunities for the kids 
who need a little help. And so I really appreciated the way they set that up. And so you were over there with the pickleball area. We were, we were in pickleball and um, I brought two of our athletes Mm -hmm. from our programs with us. Um, Both were wonderful, but um, one athlete, Sarah is a huge Texas Rangers fan. Oh, wow. And so she was just glowing the whole night. And as different Rangers would walk by, we'd, you know, point them out. Yeah, there goes Marcus Simeon. A little shy to go take her picture with them. Um, but, um, you know, John Gray could not have been more yeah, gracious he's a to nice people. Guy. And then when Marcus Simeon received the Community Service Award, we were uh, dragged Sarah over there with me and we got a few pictures of them together and she is just beaming ear to ear. Um, you know, her mother told me later that she said it was the best day of her life. Oh, fantastic. And um, it, it's just fun, fun to see all of that and be a part of it and be a part of such a wonderful community that supports these athletes in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, now you we, mentioned, you mentioned that pickleball, is similar to tennis. For those who've heard of pickleball, <laughs> they might not have been the chicken and pickle, but they've heard of pickleball right, and how right. popular it's become. Can you talk about the similarities and differences? Because in all seriousness, oh, sure. a lot of people well, know about tennis. Yeah, and interestingly enough, although Buddy Up started as a tennis organization, and there are many expansions I can tell you about, um, they have recently been testing Buddy Up Pickleball. Oh, really? Which is our headquarters. And um, Fort Worth is going to be launching Buddy Up Pickleball this January. So um, I won't be involved in that program, but I'm heading over there to, you know, see some of the folks from Columbus and do the the volunteer training and Mm -hmm. participate in the first clinic. But let's see, how are they similar? How are they different? Pickleball is a much smaller court. It is played with a wiffle ball, and um, I guess the closest thing, it, it's almost more like a large ping pong paddle, yeah, dare I say. Yeah, the ping pong paddle. Solid. Yep. It's yep. solid, and um, the ball moves, well, it can move fast, but you don't have as much ground to cover as you do in tennis. It doesn't bounce much. And there are rules about where, you know, what parts of the court you can take the ball in the air and when you have to let it bounce. So um, tennis player, longtime tennis players like me are fondly or not so fondly, I think, referred to as bangers (laughs) by most pickleball players because we come out there and try to play. Our game. Oh yeah, y'all dominate. To a point. <laughs> y'all dominate. It works to a point, but a really good pickleball player can neutralize that, you know, really quickly. But our kids had fun experimenting with it, and we had a lot of interest from the guests who would come by and had heard of pickleball and wanted to try it out. And uh, it was a really fun afternoon and evening. Yeah, exactly. The, again, uh, shout out again to Jerry Sandler and Sandlot Charities for having that swinging with the cause and the Texas Rangers, because that was a wonderful, wonderful afternoon and evening out there at Globe Life Field. We mentioned pickleball, and again, Buddy Up Tennis is for young athletes who have Down syndrome. And so when you created the opportunity with Buddy Up for kids who have Down syndrome, can you talk about why you thought tennis would be a a great thing, a great activity for them? Uh, Well, sure. Um And to back up just a little bit, we actually serve all individuals with Down syndrome from age five up. So we have athletes in their 40s. Um, But I I can't claim that I... Well, I meant at the organization. Yeah. (laughs) The the organization started in 2008 in Columbus, Ohio. Our founder, Beth Gibson, had one typical son and one son with Down syndrome who was like three and a half. And he would tag along with them to the country club and always kind of wanted to play. And a pro there took interest in him and started him on like soap bubbles. Mm -hmm. And the program has just, I mean, to say it's grown since then is is quite an understatement. Um, Buddy Up is now in uh, about 25 cities across the country. And our main two programs, uh, I would say right now, are Buddy Up Tennis and Buddy Up Fitness. And I can tell you more about each of those, but there are other programs that are being piloted. I mentioned pickleball. 
there are also life skills classes being piloted, like cooking and communication okay. skills and things. Yeah. Right now, that's all in the Columbus area. Mm -hmm. But for our athletes, tennis has been, and, and fitness, uh, both are great ways to get exercise, obviously, to learn mm -hmm. the game of tennis. But the socialization and the self-esteem right. really more important, quite frankly, and the bigger picture than mm -hmm. tennis or fitness. And, and can you talk about, like you said, how you can engage people, not just sure. the kids, but anyone, like you said, who has family members or friends who have Down syndrome and how yeah. important it is? Yeah, well, I mean, we... We pride ourselves, I mean, my number one priority is always our athletes, that's the term we use for our individuals with Down syndrome, mm -hmm. um, who are coming to participate. Um, but we also engage, well, right now we have over, I have over 700 registered volunteers. Nice. Come at different times. Some, you know, some come a lot, some rarely come, but we appreciate them all. Um, because at each of our tennis clinics or fitness classes, an athlete is paired one-on-one -on -one with a volunteer buddy, mm -hmm. hence the buddy up. Mm -hmm. And those individuals work with them as their, their coach, their cheerleader, their friend, offering encouragement and support. There, there's a trained coach uh, guiding all activities, so it's following those instructions that the volunteers aren't making it up, um, but they are executing and building a relationship with their athlete. And, um, you know, it's great. We, we have orientation for all of our volunteers and Chris, I think it's kind of fun. We talk about bringing the five E's to the court. Okay. And I always try to have people guess. And I, I did not come up with the five E's. I have to say, I think two of them are kind of the same, mm -hmm. but I always try to have people guess, what do you think the five E's are that you should bring to the court as a volunteer? Emotion. You want to take a crack at it? Let me, yeah, let me try. Oh, emotion would be a good one, but that's not one. Really? <laughs> no. Hmm. Um, we have exercise. Well, see, those are, you're talking about things that are very relevant, but to our programs, but what we, we say energy. Oh, there you go. Energy. Energy, because what we have found is that the athlete will take their cues from their volunteer mm -hmm. in many cases. So we're, we are, we are all about energy uh, to a ridiculous point sometimes. Um, another E is enthusiasm. There you I, go. That's where I think there's a little bit of redundancy to me, but I guess you can be enthusiastic vocally, but you still need to be moving and have some energy on the court. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about encouragement because right. we, we celebrate everything uh, mm -hmm. for some athletes, just being socialized enough to participate in the group activities and not try to run across the court and do their own thing is a big deal. So we may be applauding that. We may be applauding, you know, for more advanced athletes, you know, that they hit the ball over the, the net 10 times in a row. Mm -hmm. So encouragement is big. Um, we talk about empowerment. That's yes. Part of the, that's part of the beauty of our buddy up system. I love that. Yeah, because, you know, the coach will direct the main activity but the buddy is there to make it either more challenging or more accessible for their athlete. So if they're walking across a foam, bal uh, foam balance beam on the ground, they're mm -hmm. not up in the air, and they're doing it quite nicely, the buddy may walk alongside just clapping and cheering. But if they need a little help, the buddy may offer a hand or two hands to help the athlete balance. So we're all about empowerment. Um, and then the last one, and, and maybe the most important, is engagement. Yes. Uh, we, we really want people to develop relationships with the athletes that they work with. And um, most, uh, again, I hate to ever generalize, but individuals with Down syndrome are typically very perceptive, and they pick up on on. Um, verbal and nonverbal cues, and they understand a lot of what people are saying. 
but they may have more difficulty being expressive right. and communicating back. So, but they totally understand what, what oh, they was get around what's going them. On. Yeah. I mean, I have a few of them that, you know, have um, speech challenges mm-hmm. in terms of articulation. I actually just ran into one of our athletes when I was at, at my gym earlier this morning and he's a lovely young man and we talk, but I probably only pick up about 20% of what he's saying. Um, and I find myself asking, what was that? Mm-hmm. You know, if he was waiting on an answer. Um, but, but the relationships are really special to buddy up. We keep very detailed records. I wish I had a way to put it all on the computer, but we haven't figured that out. I've files and files of index cards, but For every volunteer, we record which athletes they work with on which days Mm -hmm. and the same for the athletes. And in an ideal world, each athlete would have several volunteers that they had worked with and knew, and every volunteer would have several athletes so that when we pair them up, they're excited to see one another and can build on whatever relationship they had. You know what's so wild? You're talking about the engagement and, and about how, you know, um, individuals with Down syndrome are very aware, even though they may not communicate as well as, you know, people who don't have any kind of issues. Right. They're very much aware. I'm going to give you a, a personal encounter I had, and I'll never forget this. I was doing a gala, and there was a, a live auction going on, and there were people who were bidding for a particular event, an experience, and there were a couple of kids. They were like teenagers, and they had special needs. Okay. Down syndrome. And they wanted to bid. And I said, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. This is for you. You don't have to worry. You don't have to spend your money on it. Right. And a little bit later, they called me over to their table and they said, we have bank accounts and checking accounts. You don't know how much money we've got. We want to do this. And I went, oh, my <laughs> goodness. You're right. I jumped to a conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's. You know, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you interact with these individuals, the more you yeah, realize you how learn. much we have in common. Exactly. Um, you know, I've discovered, I guess the other thing, I did not have any real interaction with anyone with Down syndrome before this program. And I mean, you know, I'd known a few people, but always, you know, a little more at a distance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and there's sometimes a misperception that, you know, every individual with Down syndrome is just kind of this happy, oblivious right. you know, person going along. Mm-hmm. And what I've really discovered more is that they just don't have the social filters that most of us have developed over the years. So when they're happy, they may come up and hug on you and love yeah. on you, you know, in, in a way that you're going, wow, I don't know you that right, well. Right. But, it's lovely. but then I can also guarantee you that if they're not happy with you. Oh yeah. They'll they will let you say know. That directly. They won't, they often don't play the games that, you know, most of us do, which can be both helpful or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they'll say, you know, every once in a while, I don't want to work with her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of a, a refreshing candor um, that that a lot of these athletes display. Well, that goes into those five E's you're talking about. Let me see if I can re- repeat them. It's the emotion. Uh, oh, no, you suggested emotion. Oh, that yeah. That, right. So, oh, okay. Empowerment. Yes, good. Encouragement. Yeah. Engagement. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. And I'm leaving one out. It's very close to energy. I think they waste an E by having both of these. Say it again. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yes. Okay, Chris, that. you're trained. You can come volunteer anytime. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I might show up. I give you I a heads up. For you. I give you I a heads up. I also like the fact that, you know, you said they're all athletes because they're different ages. And the ages that are over 12 plus, you actually have High intensity interval training, the HIIT yes. class. Can you talk right. about that? Because that helps with the muscle building. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So to to rewind a little, we launched with Buddy Up Fitness. That's the signature program mm-hmm. in March of 2019. 
And we were fortunate to have a relationship where we were able to have indoor tennis classes year round. Um, but COVID changed that oh, yeah. as it changed many things. And the indoor clubs no longer really wanted a bunch of non-members invading their space. Mm -hmm. You know, people became a little more protective. Low health care. Yeah, they were concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and legitimately. So, sure. I'm sorry? I said sure, yeah. Oh, sure. I thought you said Cheryl. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> after we took a break for COVID where we did a lot of, of um, virtual activities, but it just wasn't the same. Right. I mean, we tried, but like many people, you found yourself hampered. We... Uh, and we were coming out of COVID, I guess, in September of 2021 was when we got back to in-person activities. And we developed a wonderful relationship with the Episcopal School of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And they have beautiful tennis courts that weren't being used much on the weekends. So we were back to the courts, but we recognized that Dallas weather in the winter and summer might not be the best for our kids to be out there on the courts. It mm -hmm, makes it pretty mm -hmm. challenging. So we adopted a second program from the national office, Buddy Up Fitness, and we do that inside the gym at ESD um, in the winter and summer. So we can offer year-round programming, nice. keep everyone active and engaged. And it's within that Buddy Up Fitness program that we have um, what we call our warrior athletes. Those are athletes five to 11 and our champion athletes 12 and up. And that again, does go up through 30 in their thirties and forties. Mm -hmm. And the warrior fitness for our younger athletes is more game oriented. I mean, it's certainly working out and, and all, but they're more games. The champion athletes who are 12 and up actually rotate through um, 10 stations and each station has an exercise and they, their buddy works with them and they are timed. And at this one, they may do sit-ups at this one, they may do kettlebell swings mm -hmm. um, and it changes and we record their progress. And I guarantee at the end of it, everyone's sweating because the, oh, uh, the, the vo buddy volunteers are often demonstrating and doing the athletes with them. We give them a good workout. Um, in an hour and it's very loud and mm -hmm. lots of fun. <laughs> we, we start our neck. We're actually on our holiday break right now. We finished up buddy up tennis fall session just before Thanksgiving. Okay. And we'll be back in the gym for um, buddy up fitness. Uh, we wait till everyone's kind of back in school. So the last week in January and okay. we'll run for six weeks and always welcome volunteers 14 and over. Um, we have a lot of, um, teenagers who come in with usually the mom because they're either a part of national charity league with moms mm -hmm. and daughters or young men's service league with mothers and sons. And they all always seem to enjoy themselves. And it's great to give those high school volunteers an opportunity to, I mean, there are many volunteer opportunities around, mm -hmm. but there aren't that many where they actually get to interact with the people that are benefiting from the program. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what? it's wonderful to sort food at a food bank. Sure. I've done it myself many times and sure. I support it. But you're not, you don't have the joy of, of seeing the recipients appreciate it. You're, you are the service if you're a volunteer at Buddy Up. Oh yeah. You're providing the service. Well, with that being said, and you mentioned moms, it seemed like y'all used to do some Zumba classes. Are you still doing we those? We still do. Look at Yes. Yeah. No, the Zumba is offered on a virtual basis. Okay. Um, so that kids, you know, and, and athletes all across the country can do it. There's a wonderful Zumba instructor in Columbus who, that's what she does full time, mm -hmm. but she has a special place in her heart for Buddy Up. And so, yes, oh, we great. have people doing Zumba and, and, you know, singing the songs I, during COVID. I did Zumba, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was just a way to connect. And uh, she's really great at, since we've all been in on Zoom meetings, you know, she can, she spotlights different athletes, you know, cause there, there may be 60 athletes competing, uh, not competing, participating, participating yeah. on, on a, on a Monday night Zumba class. And, there is a, you know, tech support 
and they will highlight athletes. And the funniest is when we do things like that. And we've had virtual dances too. Look out. And if I were the corner of my eye, I see someone who's kind of sitting down or less engaged. Boy, you turn that camera on them. <laughs> they, are, they are dancing. They're showing their best moves. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, again, we're in the holidays, and you see you're on a holiday break right now. You mentioned that Buddy Up Pickleball is on its way next year in, in Fort Worth. In, it, in Fort Worth. Uh-huh. I it, think it's January 16th is the launch. Is there anything else you want to pass along to anybody who wants to participate, engage, volunteer, or maybe even partner with Buddy Up, just like uh, Sandlot Charities? For anyone who's interested, whether it's for as an athlete or as a volunteer or to donate to our programs. Cause we're, we are locally, we're a hundred percent volunteer mm-hmm. driven. Um, we have no, no, very little overhead locally. It's all, you know, equipment and court rentals and things like that. But, but there are, you know, there are some costs associated with it, but anyone who wants to learn more, um, I'd invite them to go to buddyupforlife.org. Um, they are also more than welcome to email me at dallastennis at buforlife.org. But we're pretty easy to find on a web search. I mean, that's that's how I learned about the program after seeing it featured on NBC National News. Yes, I think in- and we are all blessed because you were able to do that. And Cheryl, yeah. it's always a pleasure checking in with you. And again, thank you for joining us again. Happy Holidays. Thank you. Thanks so much, Chris. Have a great one. And thank you all for joining us on Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. So long, everybody.